Welcome to Betting with the Bears with Matt and Puneet. All right. Hey, all you cool cubs and berries. Welcome to Betting with the Bears with your hosts, Matt and Puneet. Yo, Bear, how we doing this Tuesday, man? I'm, I'm all right. Uh, had a rough Sunday for many, many reasons, but rebounded last night and uh, looking forward to a new week, kind of. <laughs> yeah, uh, I also did not have as, as much luck as I wanted to on Sunday and uh, decided to cool the Jets for Monday. So although the thing that sucks is that I think everything I would have taken won. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our picks were three and one. Uh, just James Conner, of course, got hurt. But then everything else that we had like talked about doing, um, like the Titans, we thought were going to win. We both we thought both games were going to go under. I know we couldn't record yesterday just do some do to some, some scheduling stuff. But yeah, overall yesterday was what well, yesterday was fine. It just it didn't make up for the horrific Sunday, but it's a it's a positive starting of you know it's a start. Yeah. So again, we are. Uh, well, we we don't have football now until next. Well, till Thursday. Until Thursday, yeah. So, so uh, we'll we'll have to make do with um, some NHL, some NBA, um, some EPL, which will be it, it's still plenty, plenty to play with and play and have some fun and watch. So uh, it'll be a good week. Yeah, you know, tomorrow is going to be sad. There's going to be no NBA tomorrow for the first time, except for uh, no, except for yesterday. But yesterday, Monday didn't count because we had Monday night football. Exactly. So yeah, tomorrow will be kind of boring, but that's all right. We we have baseball, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. We can do an all baseball day. Yeah, but but anyways, so uh, we'll get started with today. We're gonna recap, obviously, all the NFL games. We'll go over um, some of the sporting world events around um, throughout the weekend, and then we will also then dive in a little bit into NBA and uh, the the schedule for today. So, trivia, are you ready? Yes, sir. Let's do All right. it. I think you're going to like this one a lot. All oh, right. God. So which team is currently first place in the NFC East? All right. Calm down. <laughs> Wait, you know what's was, the answer? I don't know. You know what's funny? I, re- I re-listened to the podcast, and literally everything I said was going to happen happened, and then you just proceeded to roast me. You're like, no way is Washington football team going to win. They're too young, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, it's going to happen. So whatever. All right. I'll, I'll... Well, I mean, as a, as a Washington football fan, the first half is what I expected for this entire season. And that second half rolled around and I was like, what team is this? Who, who I don't, <laughs> I don't recognize this team at all. Yeah. I, we can get into like the details of it, but um, I saw, I still thought Haskins was horrendous in that. Like, the only reason that game you won was because your defensive line feasted, yeah. which is oh exactly what what yeah. we thought was going to happen. Eight sacks, yeah. and even in the even in the first half when it was seventeen nothing, Wentz was still getting hit a ton. And the second half, it just finally caught up to him. He like looked he looked like a ghost. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we'll we'll get into a little bit more. I mean, honestly, that's that's the gist of the game. But we'll we'll get yeah. into a little bit more. Um, but first, we'll start around the sporting world. So last night, the Dallas Stars are underdog. Good dog Carson. Uh, they they ended up winning and beating the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, they were down two nothing with ten minutes to go in the third period, and they ended up winning in overtime, three to two. Yeah, it's crazy because I wasn't watching obviously because I was watching football, so I was just getting like the ESPN alerts on my phone, and I, and uh, Vegas went up one zero in the first, and I was like, all right, you know, it's still close. And then one minute into the third, they went up two nothing, and I was like, all right, well, I guess this game's over. And then so I um. So, like, after the first Monday night game, I was kind of like, well, my Jets or whatever. And then I saw it was two to one. 
And I was like, all right, this has got a chance. And then lo and behold, 2-2, two, 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 and they won an OT. So that was nice. Yeah, so just just uh, I, I decided to kind of look up some random things on it. But the funniest thing I saw was well, I wish we had uh, paid attention to it and just like rage better or something. But the Vegas Knights with 10 minutes to go in the third period before the Stars scored were minus 3,300 to win. Um, I couldn't find what the plus odds were for um, for Dallas, but I imagine they were somewhere in the thousands. But can you just imagine if we were just like, screw it, here's like ten bucks on this or something like that? Oh my god, that was he. That if Carson was barking, that would have been an underdog. Pick. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, that was that was a nice win. Um, uh, but yeah, so anyways, uh, in the NHL, then the the other series, Tampa Bay is up three to one, and uh, on the Islanders, and, and they have a chance to close it out tonight. So what do you, what do you think is going to happen there? Uh, I think Tampa Bay is going to win. They just I don't know the Islanders. I thought looked really good against the Flyers, but that might have more might have been more to do with just the Flyers weren't quite as good. And Tampa Bay just looks like the superior team. Uh, they won, they scored eight. They won eight to two in the in game in game one, and then they won two to one in game two, showing that they can they can both win by low scoring games and high scoring games. So I think they can beat the Islanders in any way. So I think they're going to win. Yeah, I think the same is going to happen. So both both uh, conference finals are going to end up four one. I think, but yeah. Moving on then to uh, some of the EPL action. Um, so you can start with uh, the the team that you've been a huge fan of for so long. Yeah, well, you know it was a it was a it was a good day yesterday. Uh, my my Chelsea squad played at three yesterday against Brighton Brighton Dove. I forget the name. It's like the weird name. Uh, Brighton Ham Brighton Dove. Some. Um, it was a huge win. I, I mean, I've always cared more about Chelsea than any of the Philly sports teams. So this, <laughs> it was it was huge for me to get a W after the just awful Sunday we had. Three to one, it's a good win. That's all I got to say. Just you know, survive in advance. Yeah. So just for the weekend slate, the only game I really want to mention is what the heck, man? Uh, Liverpool. They they had probably that game was nutty. one of the hardest games against Leeds United. Uh, go go Leeds. Um, you know they just got promoted this season, um, and uh, that that was a three three game until Mo Salah had a penalty kick in like the eighty something minute or something like that. Yeah, that that game was insane. Uh, I I put I took Liverpool to win, and I took them to score over two and a half goals. And like just the way it happened was like Liverpool score scored in like the first ten minutes, and then Leeds United. It was always like Liverpool one up one, Leeds tied it. One up one, Leeds tied it. So I was like such a wide range of emotions, and then finally, yeah, the PK at the end to seal it, it was wild. Yeah, uh, I guess Liverpool was either not. They were underestimating Leeds, uh, or they just were rusty. I don't really have like a championship hangover, but Leeds came to play. That was that was cool to watch. I I always loved that underdog, so it was cool to see Leeds hang in there and play well. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, it was. They got uh, like you said, they just got promoted, so it's good, good on them. They can. I mean, maybe this was just a bad game by uh, Liverpool, but they can hold their own. Yeah, and then my my. Uh, squad from the EPL man you although it was a friendly they didn't lose to Aston Villa one nothing and uh it's gonna take some time to get over this it's been a pretty rough two days of my fandom so um it, you know it, it really 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 hurts me to see them yeah. lose this friendly yeah that's tough they don't play again until uh until Saturday so you just have to stew on it yeah unfortunately but that's all right so then moving on to uh the U.S. Open that was the finals were this weekend um Naomi Osaka, she won the women's one. She was down the first set to Azarenka and then just took over that match completely. 
Yeah, just dominated. It was kind of funny because in, in the same in the same vein, the men's uh, team was down 2-0, and then he won. So it was like both of them, the uh, men's and women's that were down to their last set, and they both came back. So good for them. I was yeah. I was I was uh, I was rooting for Osaka, so it was cool to see. I was I mean, even though she's incredible, I was glad that she won. Yeah, I was I was rooting for both Osaka and team, so it was nice. Of course, I didn't bet on them because you know that would mean that they would lose. So yeah, of course, I'm I'm glad to see that they both got the wins. All right, now getting into the main segment is the NFL. So this is a doozy. We got plenty of plenty to go over here. So uh, you want to? We can start with some Week One victory laps for you. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll try to make it quick. But I figured uh, after one week. Uh, everything that happened in week one is what's going to happen the rest of the season. So I figured while well, wait until the end, we should just take our victory lap <laughs> now. Um, and the, the most, the, the most, the biggest victory lap that I would like to take is just the slander that I had on the three coaches that I just absolutely roasted. I, we already did Bill O'Brien, but he just coached like he had his tail between his legs against the chiefs. He looked like he was like, yeah, we're going to lose. I don't care. I'm just going to run the ball. That was pathetic. Matt Patricia for the second year in a row, blew a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. And did you see his quote after the game? No, I missed it. So, uh, in Patricia's tenure, I think he leads the league in fourth quarter, um, and blowing Meltdowns, fourth quarter leads. Yeah. yeah, blowing fourth quarter leads. So someone asked him, like, you think it has something to do with your coaching? And he was <laughs> like, no. I mean, I think I have – I had – I called one of the most important fourth quarter plays in, in NFL history. So, no, I don't really think it has anything to do with coaching. Talking about – the Malcolm Butler oh interception in the Super Bowl six years ago. God, that guy is such a dingus. So <laughs> I was happy to see him lose. And then the Jets looked like a JV team. They looked horrendous. Uh, the score wasn't nearly as close as it was. Just the, the Jets scored on like a, a really long, long tater to, to end the game. But it didn't really count because the game was already in hand. And they just look awful. They, they're But between those three coaches, I'm going to have so much material just to have, come in on Monday mornings and just roast people. Yeah, I mean, those are three to keep track of uh, because they'll probably be losing a lot of games this year. So um, it, it's a, a check those lines every time they come out to see which one of those three look really juicy. Um, uh, yeah. or, or, or all three, honestly. I was going to say, take all three of them. Um, but some other ones, so I had the Seahawks winning the NFC West. That looks good after one week. Although the Cardinals look good. Uh, you had the Saints winning 13 games. That, that looked good after yep. one game. Uh, I had the Eagles losing and having a bad year. That looks like that looks just looks pathetic. <laughs> uh, the Vikings defense, I had them sucking. They were awful. Again, granted, it was Aaron Rodgers back to his like just flaming dragon mood. So maybe that was just be a one game thing, but we'll see. And then the, we were both in on Burrow. And he looked really good. So yeah, some week one victory lap. Yeah, and then just a couple of the random things here. Obviously, Colts suck it. Um, yeah, screw that, was, that. That was terrible. Um, I I can't believe that they lost that game. Um, and then Jimmy G looked pretty terrible as well. Um, yeah, that's what we were worried about with the Niners was Jimmy G. Yeah. Um, so clearly, after week one, he's not a starter in the NFL, and they should cut him immediately. Uh, and then finally, Jason Garrett still doesn't know how to use a running back. You know, I think in the first half. Uh, Saquon had nine rushes for negative three yards. Yep, that is correct. Miles Sanders <laughs> had more running yards in the first half than Saquon Barkley, and Miles Sanders did not play. He had nine yards on him. Good job, Miles. Yeah, um, that, yeah. The, the Steelers' defense line is nasty, but he kept just like doing these slow developing like running plays, and every time the Steelers would blow it up, and eventually in the second half, he would he he still didn't do anything, but at least he didn't go for negative yards. So he made some sort of adjustment. Yeah. It, yikes. It's not good. Not not great, Bob. But 
anyways, let's get into some of these game recaps. So, um, do you want to start with uh, my Washington football team? And I and don't the the first place the team in the NFC East right now. <laughs> Sole leader, might I add? Um, yeah, I mean, you wrote in your Philly loss, which makes no sense. It made <laughs> sense to someone who predicted it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And, and if, all right, so people are going to say that like the the skins like made these crazy adjustments at halftime. I don't think that there was anything different between the first and second half, except for that Carson Wentz just got skittish in the pocket. He got hit a ton in the first half. Uh, he threw that pick to end the half. He threw that pick again. And there's like the same exact play in the second half. The, the football team got 14 points off of that. But Haskins looked really, really bad. I mean, I was watching that first half and I was like, the Eagles were up 17 nothing, And I was like, they would be losing if Haskins was good. He missed so many throws. Yeah. I mean, I texted multiple people saying, can't wait for Trevor Lawrence next year. So <laughs> that was in the first half. Um, now that we won this game, I think our chances at the um, first pick might be shot so Washington start losing some games here quick uh yeah but yeah I don't know I don't I still think that they're gonna win five or less games like I thought they didn't look I thought it was, just it was a more about win the, I think um yeah obviously the said, defensive line was just completely that that they just completely took over that game and I, obviously you know you even mentioned it that the Phillies Phillies offensive line they're they're hurting and, and it's kind of just a you know shit show right now so that's not going to be the case against most of the teams they play this year um, where, where the offensive line has so many issues. It could be, but um, don't expect it. So that was the only reason why the Redskins won. Or, yeah, oof, the, the Washington football team won. Yeah. The Eagles were on to their third string right tackle, their second string right guard, and their second string left tackle. Their, their right guard and right tackle combined two snaps in the NFL prior to this game. So, Yikes. yeah. So I, I think if they can get – some of those guys back healthy. I think that Philly won't be look as bad as they did in the second half. And I think that at the end of the year, I still think that they're going to have a better record than the Washington football team. But I just knew that I just knew they were going to go because that offense able to continue line, even if healthy, unhealthy. It was just, I mean, it was it was game changing, like we said. Yeah. So then, um, moving on uh, to the Colts game. Colts yeah, they had, Jaguars. That was they had weird. No business losing that game. They the Colts didn't punt a single time. They had over 400 yards of total offense. But Philip Rivers, as he does, just had three breaking interceptions, and that's what ended it. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, I so I'm very frustrated because I had the Colts uh, winning. I put quite a bit of change on them, and I had them in my parlay. And I, and you all know that I hate parlays, but I decided, all right, like this this looks like a good parlay. I included them, Green Bay, Seattle. So it would have been a very, very, very nice chunk of change for me had that the the only the only thing they needed to do is win. I didn't take points. I didn't take anything. Just need to win the game. And of course they lose because I bet on them. But whatever, Gardner Minshew, he looked pretty good. So I was gonna say maybe I maybe the I, I thought the Jaguars are gonna be the worst team in the NFL this year. And they still might so be, but, most people. Yeah, but Gardner, he was 19 for 20. And the Colts don't have a terrible defense. So maybe there's something there. And I always thought Jay Gruden was a good coach. I think he had nothing to work with at the, at the end of his uh, Washington football team career. But he can he can scheme with the best of them. Yeah, he's still an asshat, but whatever. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that game was weird. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to lose faith in the Colts yet, but we'll see. Um, the Niners lost. And Jimmy G just looked terrible. Uh, I, I thought the Niners were going to win, but at least I called the Cardinals were going to cover the spread, so I don't feel too bad about this one. 
Yeah, I mean, you you were high on Arizona, anyways. You were you were saying that they could end up being the um, kind of the dark horse team in the league this year, and, and after one week, they they look really good. Kyler and uh, DeAndre look very good together, so that could be a scary sight. Yeah, one thing I did not call right was I thought that Hopkins would have a good football year, bad fantasy year. I think he's just going to have both, good both years. <laughs> yeah, good I mean, both. yeah, he he finished with like a buck fifty in, uh, yeah, like, in the game. Like, I think he had 15 targets. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Good for and him. He looked, he looked incredible. But the biggest thing takeaway I have is how good the Cardinals' defense looked because that is what will end up being uh, – will end up proving me right or wrong is their defense because I think their offense is going to get theirs with, with Kyler. So if their mm. defense can keep it up, then, yeah, then they could actually – uh, they could be a contender. Yeah. So uh, moving on then to the Packers-Vikings, of course, you know, that, that was an easy win. Um, big dog. I can, I can hear uh, Carson chewing that. <laughs> That squeaky toy over there, so yeah, he knows well, we were getting ready to talk about the dog of the day. Yeah, he he could he could sense it. We'll have to have a, you know, whenever he barks, I have something. I have to have give a take. We should do something whenever we can hear him squeaking a toy. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, no, the the score wasn't as close, or made it seem like the game was closer than it was. It, the Vikings, this was domination. Uh, we thought they would win. I granted, I didn't think there'd be this much this much scoring, but when Rodgers is on a revenge tour, these kinds of things can happen. Yeah, and like we said, like we predicted, there, <laughs> Rodgers is is probably pretty pissed off that the the Packers took a quarterback in the first round. So, um, get ready for him to go bananas this year and and have them like we said waste feel like they wasted that first overall pick or that first round pick. Honestly, if it would be like next level genius if they picked it knowing that Rodgers was going to go scorched earth and they did it solely to piss him off. <laughs> they were like, dude, there's but- no way they're playing four D <laughs> chess like that. No yeah. way. You're telling me someone that as big of a conspiracy theorist as you can't buy in on that? Yes. <laughs> okay, so we can believe that the NBA rigged the whatever, and we don't need to get into it, anyways. Um, but yeah, anyway, regardless, Packers look scary. If he keeps that up, they could be. Uh, I mean, they went 13 games last year, but they were always kind of fraud-like. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be that case this year. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, so then the Seahawks. Um, killed the Falcons just like we predicted that two and a half point spread was very yeah. very very weird so yeah that was that was juicy um yeah I mean the biggest takeaway for me is the Seahawks finally let Russ cook in a game where they weren't down double down in the fourth quarter he, they let him cook the entire game and that's if they do that the Seahawks can win like I, you said about the Saints both of those teams can win 13 games if the Seahawks let Russ do that I mean he, he looked incredible Russ has always been incredible for whatever reason. They just never wanted him to throw, but they let Russ cook. Then the Seahawks team is going to be very, very good. Yeah. So um, based off of if, if this, you know, the, just like you said, watching that game, if they let Russ do what he wants, I, he's going to win MVP this year. Yeah, he, he is. We both had Mahomes, but I, I would, think it, I will change it. If, yeah, I, I mean, you. I'm comfortable changing it now, honestly, hopefully this wasn't, just one week where they decided to let Russ do what he wants. But if, if this trend continues this season, I think he's going to run away with it. Yeah. I mean, Mahomes still look really good, but yeah, yes, I, of course, but I, I agree. I think that they're, I think that just people are going to love having new blood and have well, new blood is in Russ has never won an MVP. Before. Exactly. Obviously, you know, he's Russ, never gotten a single vote for the MVP, yeah, but, and I think that's so well, like, I don't think I can't think of a year where he should have gotten one. I just think it's so dumb how the Seahawks use him. Like yeah, that's more of an indictment on Seattle than it is on the voters. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully it changes this year. 
So yeah, um, another thing that uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep track of here is uh, that four point halftime lead. They were up five before the Falcons hit a field goal as time expired uh, in the first half. So I had already called my bank and was ready to put my mortgage <laughs> on on them winning the game. Um, but but yeah, it's something I will reference almost every single week. So let's hope um, we we get some opportunities here to bet on that. Yeah, as you should. Uh, I mean, it reminds me of the in the Raptors series. They won every single third quarter. And in games five, six, and seven, we were like, if the game's close, bet on them to win the third quarter. So if we could do the same thing with the Seahawks, that would be nice. Yep. Um, cool. All right. So Saints game, uh, the Brady or the Bucks went up 7 nothing, and then it was all Saints from there. Brady yeah. looked kind of kind of shaky, but the Saints defense, I think they looked really good. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously, it's going to take a while for – Brady get acclimated to uh, the the new system uh, with Bruce Arians after being in one place for 20 years. So, um, I mean, I I still think they're going to end up being good and and they'll end up um, competing for possibly the NFC South. If not, they'll probably end up getting some sort of playoff spot um, in the wild card. But, um, yeah, I mean, good game. Um, Saints obviously are are the better team, uh, more continuity there, and, and they just have so many weapons. So, uh, it'll be interesting to to see how that division shakes out, but yeah, great great win for the Saints. Yeah, I think it's going to be wild card for the Bucks. I don't think I don't see them catching the Saints. Um, yeah. But did you see what Bruce Arians said after the game about Brady? Mm-mm. He said he needed Brady to he wants Brady to show quote some grit after that after that game. All right, so Bruce. I was, wow. I was like, I'm like, dude. Like I, he, Bruce. Has Do you know been, who your quarterback is? <laughs> yeah, he's never been shy to talk in the media, but he's also never had Tom Brady before. So maybe just sh- shut the hell up, dude. Yeah, I like Arians. I think he's a good coach, and I kind of like people that speak their minds. But like Brady's coming from Belichick, where at, at that place is Fort Knox, where nothing comes out. To to Arians, just roasting people in, to the media. That's I, that's not going to fly well. Uh, no, I still think they'll end up being fine, but if there's a blow up, there is some blow up potential there. Yeah, good thing to to make note of. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so next game, we'll just go in kind of in a random order. But the Bengals, uh, Joe Burrow, I thought looked really good. Except he had – did you see his interception he had? Yeah, it was pretty Oh, bad. my God. I was like, what the hell are you doing? It was like he was rolling out to his left, and he tried to just do a pitch pass. But he pitched it legitimately directly to the defender. I don't know what he was thinking. Maybe that, that the defender, like, wasn't paying attention to where he was throwing it, and then he could sneak it to his running back. But they were uh, they were down by three, and – they were they were like in I forget where exactly they were, but they were close to scoring position. So it ended up being a pretty devastating uh, interception, even though they came back at the end and just had their kicker quote unquote pull his uh, his his uh, calf when he when he just absolutely shanked that field goal. That was such a bad field goal. It was it, it was, was the worst kick I've ever seen. Yeah, it was the worst kick I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, um, but did, whatever. Did you, see, I mean... did you see him like go down after like he hurt his calf? Yeah, I know. What a loser. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I think that's hilarious. Like, oh man, I, I was just really, I pulled my calf. That's why I botched it. I think it's, I would, I mean, yeah, I would have been like, oh, okay, well we're going to cut you then. Like well, he's, that... he's a, he's a loser, but I think that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have been um, like, okay, well you're hurt. So we'll cut you. Bye. Like you can't, you can't cut an injured player. <laughs> yeah, I know. But whatever. whatever. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was terrible. It was one of the worst picks I've ever seen, yeah. um, but whatever. So Patriots Dolphins game was, was really boring, but Cam looked good. Their pass defense looked good. So it could just be another 12-win year for the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, as long as you have Bill Belichick, like we said, trust in him because he's just – he just poops out wins. I don't get it. Like, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I think the, the 
the um, Dolphins just need to start to uh, Fitzpatrick. He, he had his magical end of the year. He never follows it up with another magical year. Just put into a you're delaying your future. Yeah, why not? I mean, they probably just want him 100 percent healthy, which he claimed uh, claims to be anyways. But yeah, I mean, sooner rather than later, we'll see Tua, which will be fun to talk about. Um, but before, yeah, I love yeah. Tua. But yeah, so then moving on, the Ravens, they beat the shit out of the Browns. I love it. And here we go again in Cleveland with all these lofty offseason expectations only to be terrible once again. Yeah, you know, it's kind of frustrating. We were debating between three teams for the lock. And we should have just gone with the Ravens. I don't, we, maybe we got a little too cute and taking the Colts. Just take the team that's really, really good and the Ravens and the team that they, the team that is just a joke in Cleveland. And Baker. I think Baker just might stink. I, I was really hoping that uh, I could attribute last year to Freddie Kitchens, but he just might stink. Yeah, I, something definitely smells already in Cleveland. And well, I that agree. was just Odell Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as much as, yeah, it was OBJ and it, it, I, mean, I think I a think... little bit of uh, excess um, stink is coming from Baker. Honestly, well, hot, hot take, here we go. Was Baker, Baker the is, one? is Manziel 2.0. See that I will, I can't get on board with because Johnny Football like couldn't even stay in the NFL. He was out after three years. He didn't like he clearly didn't try. He, even t- his teammates were like, yeah, he didn't even put in effort. He cared more about partying. I don't think Baker's like that. I think Baker legitimately tries and he works hard and he wants to win. So I, I I'm not saying Baker's any good. I just I'm gonna swap down any Johnny Football 2.0 references. Fair. Johnny Football's like a cokehead with Baker. <laughs> Yeah, Baker's not quite like that. Um, yeah, that's true. But, but anyway, so the next team, the Bills, that we were deciding between our lock, they won easily. Adam Gase is, is a freaking joke. He's terrible. The Jets are never going to win a game with him. They're, they're never going to be good. As long as he's there, ride the Jets to lose because he stinks. They stink. Le'Veon Bell looks like he's running with cinder blocks. Everything about this Jets team is a joke. Yeah, speaking of um, Johnny and Coke, that's what Adam Gase looks like. He's on all yes. the time. So he is Johnny Football's dad. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> and not in a good way. He's they're just two idiots that um yeah, that instead happen of, to have football knowledge. Yeah. Instead of Baker being Johnny Football two point Adam Gase is Johnny Football prequel. Senior. <laughs> yeah, he's the prequel to Johnny Football. Um yeah. the Raiders won in the biggest uh, who cares game of the week. Josh Jacobs scored three touchdowns, he looked really good. This game will be end up being nothing. Yep, that's that's literally all we can talk about in that game. Yep. Uh, Bears won, which who we are also thinking about taking for our dog. Granted, they had to sweat that one out a little bit more than the Packers did, but uh, hey, they still won, and I get to roast Pencilhead for another week. Yeah, Trubisky looked like a uh, serviceable quarterback, which was pretty shocking to see. Only in the fourth quarter, but he did. He looked really good in the fourth quarter. But up until then, he I thought they were going to bench him. Yeah, he was I mean, that, that sounds that sounds like a, a typical Trubisky game, honestly. Yeah, it does. And he previously owns the Lions, so um, I'm glad that he was able to keep that going. Yeah, um, and then the Sunday night game, the uh, the Cowboys, of course, like I said, they're disappointing. Yeah, you called this. I, I re-listened. I was curious, like how accurate our picks are picks were. So I re-listened to our um, our preview pod, and you called this almost exactly. You were like. The Cowboys always disappoint. They stink. I think the Rams are going to win. And that's pretty much exactly what happened. Um, what a freaking joke that they are. This game was so horrifically managed and coached by Mike McCarthy that I forgot that he was their coach and not Jason Garrett. I was like, am I watching the same exact team? Like, nothing's different. Yeah, it was deja vu. This guy's such an idiot. He tried to yeah, – outs- he outsmarted fingers. himself. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I'm 
almost always going to be for teams going for it on fourth down. Be aggressive. Don't just punt. Don't be a pussy. But when you're down by three and you're in field goal range, just tie the game up. It's not that difficult. And it was like fourth and four. It wasn't like it was fourth and one. Right. Just tie the game up. And obviously everyone's going to – all the Cowboys fans are going to reference the the pass interference on Michael Gallup. I'll say it. I thought that was a good call. Yeah, I do too. I bet bet on the Cowboys to win, and I watched that play, and I was like, that's OPI. Yeah, you can't it, you can't push the defender back and extend your arm. Exactly, and and of course Jalen Ramsey is very good at kind of um, you know being extra with some contact. So he yeah, sold it a little he bit. Sold it, but, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he did. But again, I agree. I think it was the right call. Um, and and for all you losers, uh, you Cowboys fans who think that it wasn't, um, they on the interception, Jared Goff, they missed the. Pretty pretty obvious. Uh, yeah, that was helmet, that was so, much worse. Yeah, so take what you want, but you guys lost, and and you lost fair and square, and you guys stink. And you uh, look like continue, you're going to continue to be eight and eight. So congratulations. Yeah, I made a mistake in going all in on the Cowboys this year. This is going to be another year where the NFC East is just another joke, and whoever whoever wins nine games is going to win the division. Yep. All right, so moving on to the Monday night games. So Big Ben looked kind of rusty at first. He looked like he, he was skittish and he looked like he hadn't played in the year, which he hadn't, but he got it together at the end of the first half and in the second half and their defense is just nasty. Yeah. Um, man, that, that defense was fun to watch. Um, I mean, yeah, that game was, was pretty boring as it is the giants. They, again, um, Jason Garrett's still doesn't know how to use running backs. Like we said, uh, Saquon didn't play well. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the, but Pittsburgh defense is a, is a huge reason for that. Just so fun to watch them play too. Cause they've always just been so good. Historically, they've always been one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. One thing I will say is I thought Daniel Jones actually looked pretty good. He did. But that interception in the end zone was just the worst Ugh. thing in the world, yeah, which I was, I, mean, I was happy about that. Cause we had the Steelers as their lock. So right. I was, I was, <clears throat> excuse me. I was happy to see him do that, but like, I don't know what the hell he was thinking. He was surrounded by five, Pittsburgh defenders he waited way too long to try and throw it away and he got hit as he was throwing for like the easiest interception of that dude's career yeah and it's it sucks because as a if you were if you are a Giants fan watching them drive down the field in that drive specifically was so so promising so impressive a very very good drive and Daniel Jones looked so good and I was like wow I was shocked to see them move the ball that methodically against the Steelers defense because the defense, <clears throat> the Steelers defense is designed to never let that happen. And Daniel Jones was just picking his spots and just moving that ball. And then of course he just has a boneheaded play right in the end zone. Yeah, it was, it was, it was an 18 play drive at, at the very beginning of the drive. They were backed up at their own end zone It was third and 14 and they converted, they converted, they converted either four out of five or five out of six third downs. And then they got the fourth down, obviously. So that, that was an incredible drive, and they were only down by six. It was 16 to 10 at that point. So if they'd scored and they made the extra point, they would have been winning. But they missed it, or they, he threw the pick. Steelers came down and scored, and, and then that was game. Yeah. Well, well yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, so we have one more game, which <laughs> – so the, the Titans game. Um, what a terrible were, game. There were three missed field goals and two missed extra points. All by the – not all by, but the Titans kicker had the majority of that. Yeah, he was yeah, he yeah. was really bad. And of course, it came down to him having to make the kick, and he did. But what a kicker meltdown, meltdown, and what a coach meltdown. I don't know why Fangio didn't call his last two timeouts. He just was like, you know what, my best chance of winning 
is this kicker missing the field goal? So I'm going to let him do that. He didn't even try to stop the clock to get the ball back. Yeah, I don't know. It was a weird game. It was a boring game. I, I was falling asleep watching it, and I did fall asleep in the second half. So Yeah, I mean, I have Derrick Henry in my fantasy team. He had over 100 yards. I won, so that's fine. Yeah. All right. Cool. cool. So we'll move on to the NBA. So we got two games tonight. So the only thing we really have to recap is that the Celtics won game seven, just like we predicted. The under happened, just like we predicted. But what the hell are the Clippers doing? I don't. They're up. They're up by twenty in games five and six, and they blew it both times. I've never seen a meltdown like that in my life. So, I saw one funny thing. If uh, if the Clippers do end up losing tonight, Doc Rivers will be responsible for twenty five percent of the blown three one series leads in NBA history. Wow, that's hilarious. Well, yeah, because he had that. (laughs) He had that one. um, The rock when he was when it was against the Rockets. Clippers Rockets and yeah, that that epic. Epic meltdown. Yeah. He also had um, – he was the coach of the Orlando Magic, the T-Mac Orlando Magic, when they went up oh, 3-1 on the Detroit Pistons. Pistons. Yeah. Yeah, that was a 1-8. I remember that. That was yeah. when you were kids. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That's that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so, honestly, for that stat, I would actually, actually love it. And, honestly, the Clippers don't deserve this series. No, they look like a third joke. They In game six, they scored 16 points in the third quarter, and they scored 19 in the fourth quarter. What yeah. and I mean that's just like I don't even know that's Sixers level bad basketball. That's the only thing I have to say is that's how bad they look. And they have Kawhi and they have Lou Williams. They're so good. Like I don't know. I don't know what happens in their head when they go up twenty and they're up three to, and they're up to close out the series where they're just like they just shit all over themselves. I don't know. It's like me yeah. at the Metro. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's a story for another day. But, uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> We'll leave it at that, but um, <laughs> yeah, just I, Kawhi. You'd think you know, like he's such a good player. He's like the the leader of the team and everything. And you would think that he would kind of um, you know make everyone better, especially come closeout time. And he kind of just didn't. He missed like two absolute bunnies at the rim, and he missed like three or four of his patented mid range stepbacks that he. I swear to God, he didn't miss a single time in the Sixers last year. So, quiet what the hell, man? Why are you doing I, this to me? Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, for, for all of the accolades and the praise that he gets for being, like, basically the best player in the playoffs and, and coasting through the regular season only to get to the playoffs and just taking over, he's not done that, especially in this series. He, he Yeah, against the match, he looked incredible. But, yeah, I don't, and it's, I don't think it has anything to do with how the Nuggets are guarding them. He just no. – I don't know. He, I don't know what's going on. It's annoying. We I've loaded up on the Clippers the last two games. They've lost both times. So I don't know what to do. I'm I'm questioning my the figment of my reality. I don't know. Game seven's tonight. We'll uh, we'll do our predictions later. But I don't know what the hell's going on with the Clippers. I I mean they're my finals pick, and I'm starting to have to rethink that. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just talk about it now since this is pretty much the only thing we got now. So yeah, who, all who right. do you have for tonight? So Clippers are seven and a half point favorites. They're minus three oh five. Nuggets are plus 250. Um, I don't know. No matter who I think is going to win, which I'm still kind of working through it, take the spread. Because I'll ask this to you. When, when's the last time you can remember a Game 7 blowout? Never. Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends what you define as blowout. But the last time a, a Game 7 went double digits was back in 2018. And that was the – let's see. This is a good podcasting. One, two, three – Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That was ten game sevens ago when the Celtics beat the Bucks one twelve to ninety six. Wow. 
every other game has been single digits. So I would honestly take, uh, like I said, the Clippers are seven and a half point favorites. Up buy a little points, take that spread at plus ten for the Nuggets at minus one sixty five, and boogie. That's probably. I mean, I don't. Uh, the Nuggets could legitimately win, and not only that, but you're getting ten points. I, I was surprised to see this spread so high still. Yeah, that that is seven and a half is pretty crazy. Um, I guess Vegas thinks that there's no way in hell that the Clippers are going to lose, um, and that you know they're they're going to be engaged or whatever. But we've been saying they'll be engaged for the last two games, and uh, here we are. Uh, they're they if they could just combine the first halves of the past two games, they would have won by forty. Yes, um, but it's not how things work. So I don't, all right, I, I my oh go for it. No, no, you, you had your prediction ready. Go for it. Clippers going to win money line. Or yeah, sorry, uh, sorry, Nuggets. Oh, you think the Nuggets are going to win? I'm. This is going to be spicy and super, super hot. They're going to money line win this. Hey, I mean they've won the last two, so that's not honestly that that's not the bad call. But I just can't, I can't fathom a reality where the Clippers blow a one lead. I know. So and I, I'm okay with like eating crow tomorrow if they do lose. But if they win, oh boy, tomorrow I'm just going to be singing and dancing during the pod. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I still think the Clippers are going to win. They're just. They're just better than the Nuggets. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they needed to get the kick in the ass being in game seven to finally get it together. Because once they go up 20, then we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. I think they're going to win. But the, the biggest thing, um, I, I guess we'll talk about this more in our game prop, is we talked about this a couple times now, but game seven unders. So the over-under for this game is 207. Um, we suggest buying a little points to make it 210. So do that with the spread and do that with the over-under. And you can make it over under under two ten at minus one seventy. So that's what that's what we are going to go with. I um, probably personally, but the last time that a game went over two hundred and ten in Game Seven, and this is going to hurt you to hear, was that Celtics Wizards Game Seven back in twenty seventeen. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, but that was the last time the game went over two hundred and ten in a Game Seven. That was when um, Isaiah Thomas was king of the North. Yeah, and that was the king oh, of the when, Fourth, rather. When uh, Kelly Olynyk went centaur mode in that game God, seven. God, I hate that guy. Um, yeah. Do you see? Uh, speaking of Isaiah Thomas, do you see that he tweeted out like the Clippers could use me right now, and if I was there, they wouldn't have lost that game. Oh, well, one, that's a joke. Yeah. But two, no, I did. I did not see that. <laughs> that's yeah, funny. It's, it's I don't, pretty funny. I don't know yeah. who he thinks he is anymore, but yeah, exactly. But yeah, so um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. This is going to go under. I think that. Um, the Nuggets will win, though. I think Jokic is uh, is too good. Um, and and honestly, cool stats. So both Jamal Murray and, and Jokic have 339 points each in the playoffs right now. So that just shows how balanced their attack is. That's insane. It, it, and it's funny because it, I honestly think that is that shows how bad Murray's been in this series because he had 50 points twice yeah. in the first series. He had over 40, I think, also twice. Yep. So it just shows how bad he's been. But, yeah, that is insane. So it's, like, kind of funny. The first round was the Murray series. This is now the Jokic series. Yeah, so let's see. Maybe they'll do a little combination knockout punch here in, in Game 7. But, yeah, so then the other other side of the conference, um, we have the – or other side of the NBA, in the Eastern Conference, we have the Heat and the Celtics. And, man, I can't wait for this series. Yeah, this is going to be a good series. I'm just really happy because I don't know if I mentioned it on the pod, but back in February when I officially planted my Bucks or Frauds stance, I took a future on the other three Eastern Conference contenders, the Heat, the Celtics, and the Raptors. So once the Heat won, I was guaranteed to make profit off of that because I just put five on each, but they all had such high odds because everyone thought the Bucks were just going to wash. 
So the win- the real winner is me, I would say, honestly. No matter who <laughs> wins, I am the real winner. Um, but No one else matters of- except for Noah Bear. He won, yeah, all right? Exactly. Um, but, no, you're, you're right. This series is going to be incredible. It's, I think that the two of the best head coaches in the league in Spolstra and Brad Stevens. Um, I think this is going to be a really evenly matched series where I could see going seven again, like every other series seems to have gone, except for the Lakers just – they just keep watching. But right. I guess we never mentioned that. But, yeah, the Lakers, whatever, they just – beat the crap yeah, out of I mean, the Rockets, and that was nothing, nothing, nothing need, more needs to be said there. LeBron's flexing his muscles, Westbrook's yelling at family members, that's it. Um, oh my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> He's I yelling at Rondo's phone. brother. Yeah, Russell, come on, man, like, you're playing in the NBA and you're getting mad because someone's telling you, like, that you, well, I forget what Rondo's brother. He was brother, waving goodbye. Yeah. Oh, man, what an asshole, waving goodbye, then team that's losing in, in, their, in the elimination game? Well, oh, Russ. You got yeah. him. Grow up, man. Yeah, I got such a douche. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, yeah, I agree. This is this smells like a seven game series to me, with all the games being close and and a true seven game series, and not that stupid bullshit that happened with the Raptors and Celtics or or this collapse by the Clippers. I think this will be a back and forth series. All the games I think will be close. I don't think there's going to be a blowout either way. Um, I I really think you know, like you said. Top down, including head coaches. This is such an evenly matched series. I don't. I honest. I cannot tell you who I could pick right now. I'm just excited for seven games of this because I really think it will go seven. Yeah, this is another series like like the similar to the Celtics and the Raptors, where I I really think the under is going to hit more than not because uh, yeah. these are two strong defensive minded teams. Um, the Heat they kind of score more with team basketball than they do with individual greatness. The only really individual greatness they have is Jimmy Butler drawing fouls, which that can happen. That's very hard to stop because he just loves contact. But with the way their Celtics play defense, they take away a lot of team basketball stuff and it takes an individual effort to beat them, which is kind of what happened with the Raptors and Lowry just going bananas or Abaka hitting three threes in a row. Uh, Kind of like fluky stuff is really what kept the Raptors in that series. So I think that these games are all going to be low scoring. I think the Heat are going to win. I, I watched them beat that quote unquote best team in basketball, beat the life at, beat the piss out of them. Uh, I think that the Celtics, while they are good, I just think that the Heat are more, they're, they're, I just think they did, I just really think the Heat are better. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, I can see that. Um, well, let's go over tonight's game and I'll kind of still think because I, I still am I'm so confused as to who I think will win the series. But for tonight, the Celtics are one and a half point favorites at minus 120 money line and the, the Heat are plus 108. Yeah, so that heat it was it was um, going to bed. It was plus one hundred two. Now it's plus one hundred eight. So the people are, uh, I guess, people are betting on the Celtics. And they're actually, the spread now. I updated updated this last night. The spread now is two, not one and a half. So oh, is think, it? All right. Yeah. So people are betting on the Celtics. Granted, it's only gone up half a point, so it's not like it's a huge deal. But I guess that just means people are betting on the Celtics. But for tonight, uh, I probably want to take the Heat. Me too. The Celtics are probably gassed from that two, double overtime and then Game Seven series. Granted, they've had. What three days rest? Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, right. Because that game was on Friday. Um, but still, I think the Heat have had almost a week to chill. I think that Spolstra give them give them that long time to game plan. I think that they're. Uh, I think that I think the Heat are going to win. So dog of the day vibes here. Yeah, I think I'm comfortable with that for dog of the day. For the series itself, I guess I'll go Heat. For the series itself, so the Heat are plus one ten and the Celtics are minus one thirty six for the overall series. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Heat. And you can and you can bet a bunch of stuff on the on the the at correct series score. So if you think that the Heat are going to win in in seven, that's plus four ninety. Yeah, um, you could take the Heat. You could take them by like as far as games spread, or you can take 
total games played. You can do like over six and a half for plus two ten. Yeah, those are some, those, yeah, those are some juicy odds. But yeah, I uh, we're all we're in agreement on the Heat. I I hope they win. Uh, just mainly as that'd be the biggest fu to the Sixers front office is like, yeah, you you made you, you like force this guy to want to leave. Well, guess what? Now he's in the finals. So hope you're happy. <laughs> yeah. So all right. So that means we got our official predictions. Um, so I have. We both have the Heat winning tonight and the Heat winning the series, and then we we are split. You think the Clippers will win tonight, and then I'm going to go with the Nuggets. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, so for lock of the day, uh, obviously we're not going Clippers because uh, Brown Bear thinks they're going to lose. So the, the next one, as far as a lock, I would say with the Tampa Bay Lightning against the, um, the Islanders, they're up three to one. They've shown that to be the superior team. Whereas hockey's been weird. Whereas a bunch of teams have come back from. Down th- or I guess in the first round or the second round, three teams came back from down three to one, but they still ended up losing the series. So as far as tonight, Lightning are minus one seventy seven. I'm comfortable that they're going to win. They just look better. Yeah, I I think that's a good lock. Um, they they've given everything at this point. I think the Islanders have, and they've only come out with one win out of four. So I think that this should be. Pretty easy for them, hopefully, to win this game. But um, because we're betting on it, watch the Islanders win. <laughs> yeah, good point. Also, take the under under five and a half. These games have all been low low scoring. Two really good defensive minded teams. Under five and a half, pretty confident in that as well. Yeah. So then, dog, we're good with the Heat. So that's cool. Yep. I mean, then... we rode the Heat three times in the first series against the Bucks. Yep. Let's just keep let's just keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, so player prop, I think we like Jokic over twenty four and a half. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to see that it was that low because you look, Jokic had just been annihilating the Clippers and yeah. all these games. Yeah, um, I, I guess they think like you know, Game Seven, low scoring, kind of like what we said. But he had over, I think he had thirty in the Game Seven against the Jazz. He was the only one that could do anything that yep. game. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, w- I was surprised to see that to see that so low. Yeah, and it doesn't matter who's guarding him. He's whether it's Zubac or Harrell. Uh, he's been cooking both of them. But crazy stat. So in this in the last two games, Harrell is minus twenty nine when on the floor, and Zubak is plus twenty seven. Yeah, that's insane. Like Doc, stop playing Montrez Harrell. You know, I you feel bad because I I think like Harrell's obviously he won six man of the year. He's really good, but I think he just hasn't recovered from like the long extended absence he had due like yeah. the family tragedy because of COVID. So I think that that's still like an issue for him, which is terrible. And like you feel bad for him, obviously, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, Stop clearly, him. clearly he's not working out. And Jokic has gone over 24 and a half, three of the past four games. Yeah. The only, the only game he didn't was game five in which they won. So yeah, com- confident in that, in that Jokic over. And then the game prop, we mentioned it before, but, um, the under for this Clippers Nuggets game under, under 210. So buy some points to make it 210 just to give yourself some cushion. But I think we're both pretty confident in that. Yeah. All right. So to, to go over, we got... The Tampa Bay Lightning, the Heat, Jokic over 24 and a half, and the Game 7 Nuggets Clippers under. It's 207, but if you want to buy some points, we're going to go with minus 210. Yes, sir. That's it. Cool. So, uh, yeah, big, big slate, big stuff, a lot of stuff to review today, but appreciate you all listening. And, um, you know, hopefully uh, we come back tomorrow and um, we'll, we'll be able to see what happens in the NBA and then we'll be able to have a better idea of what's going on moving forward. But um, that, that about wraps it up for today, the, the September 15th episode. So uh, with that, uh, we'll, we'll talk tomorrow. Bears out.
Peace.